The day was November 30th. I lived in a small town in the Midwest. Oh, don't look at me like that. That's all you're getting. You and I have my private life, Doc. I was in college, studying for my midterms and all, just minding my own business. And then I see the three little dicks that often like to tease and pick on me as if this was high school days. They clearly peaked back then, as they treated me like some garden variety nerd that those 80s sitcom jocks would constantly tease. Of course, they would constantly tease and pick on me like I was nothing, and they constantly called me soft. And I couldn't help but prove them right, because of course, I did nothing. Right after that whole fiasco and all my classes had finished up for the day, I decided to visit my brother, Derek. He's basically my best friend. Sad, I know, but true. Ever since I was born, he'd always had my back, no matter what, so naturally I trusted him with everything. I told him everything. I told him everything that was going on in college at the moment, with grades, struggling for midterms, and of course the bullying. I wanted to tell my parents about the bullying too, but in my paranoid and fractured state of mind, I was somehow worried that they would find out and only cause my humiliation to worsen and cause the teasing to also worsen. I asked my brother for some advice, however he didn't really give me much. He just told me not to fight, as he was worried for me, and he didn't want me to get hurt. But just keeping my head down is too hard for me to do. I mean, don't get me wrong, I tried. I tried to be nice, but the teasing kept happening over and over again. After a week or two of this, while I was on my way to class that day, the guys dragged me into an empty classroom and kept making fun of me away from prying eyes of fellow students and professors, saying terrible things to me like they did almost every day. The two guys, the goons as I like to call them, held me down while the main guy, the head honcho, Brandon, started beating me down to the ground. I was on the ground, weeping and tired. I was tired of being pushed around. This was the first time they had ever gone physical with me, but it would be the last. One day, things are going to change. I thought this to myself. And I spent the next two days planning. After those two days had passed, I found the guys in their hideout, which was the local junkyard in my town. 
with me. I was hiding my Little League baseball bats that my parents had let me take with me to college as sort of a reminder of my childhood and where I came from. Right after Brandon's little buddies went home and he was alone smoking something, I sneaked up behind him and whacked him in the head. After he fell to the ground, groaning in pain, my mind started to act strange as I reveled in his pain, finally seeing him on the ground. I was never like this before. My heart was full of excitement as I saw him trying to get back onto his feet, but the delirium caused by the head made him fall back over. I continued hitting him, breaking his ribs and then his leg, hearing the bones snap blood trickle onto the floor. Seeing the poor bastard crying for help made my ears so happy. But deep down I knew I wanted to stop even though I couldn't. I kept hitting him over and over. I completely lost it. But eventually I realized what I had done. I looked at the baseball bat, all covered in blood. Then I looked at Brandon, who now lay dead on the ground. My heart was racing, and I panicked. I overheard his friends coming back, which made me panic even more. So I ran off. I ran all the way back to the college and hid in my dorm for weeks. I missed assignments. I missed class. I had so many missed calls and texts from my parents they were worried worried because they haven't seen me in weeks and then i got this one text message from my brother derek a video of the news talking about brandon's death under the video was a text message saying did you do this i didn't answer i was too afraid to chuckling softly in the madness of my mind. It must have been an audio hallucination from the stress. Oh, you're crazy, all right, the voice told me. We both are. I looked up to see my reflection in the mirror. I hanged on the wall, trying to catch my breath and steady myself. I saw myself in the mirror, but I looked more insane than I thought. I was chuckling in that mirror, and he said to me, You look like you've seen a ghost. Lighten up. That bastard had it coming. I was afraid at this point. The hallucinations have gone from audio to visual now. I was slowly getting worse. I had no idea what to do. I didn't want this, though, I said. Oh, yes you did, the voice said back to me. You've been wanting to kill him for so long, ever since you first saw his face, when he rejected your polite greeting with petty bickering and insults. Stop being a pussy, and finally embrace what you want in life. 
Wait, I forgot. Your stupid brother made you a little soft boy, didn't he? I didn't like that word, soft boy. Childish insult, I know, but it rubbed me the wrong way. I got angry and punched the mirror. The glass broke, and I felt blood trickle down my hand and into the sink as I fell onto the floor. I immediately texted my brother that I would be at his place. I made an improv bandage out of some toilet paper that was in my bathroom, as it was really the only thing I could use for bandages. And then I went to Derek's house. I proceeded to tell him everything about what happened. I had to tell him. After all, there was no one else I could trust. I thought. Was the only person I could trust, but apparently I was wrong. After a while, Derek let me sleep on his couch. After a while, though, I woke up to the sound of police sirens coming my way. I saw the red and blue lights flashing out of the window. Then I slightly looked over at Derek. Who was standing at the corner, ashamed? You called the cops? I asked him. He came over to me and put both his hands on my shoulders, saying to me, "I'm really sorry, little brother, but we need help. Help! Help!" <laughs> He thought calling the cops would help me. No, no, it just made everything worse. I've never felt so angry with him. I thought I could trust him, and he would have my back. But no, <laughs> he just had to call the fucking cops. So I gave him what he deserved and grabbed the vase and smashed his head with it. <laughs> I've been beating the living crap out of the man who betrayed me. Who betrayed my trust until the blood covered my fist? Right after I beat him, he was still alive, as you probably read in the news report. I didn't want to kill him. Small piece of my sanity still remained, and I just couldn't kill my own brother. Realizing what I did. Crazy mind, what my crazy mind did. I brought myself out of the house with my hands up and surrendered, turned myself in. So yeah, that's how I got into this asylum, Doc. And honestly, I kind of like the movie. I mean, I'm like a fifty-fifty at this point. Before, I'd say I was eighty-twenty. But now I'm slowly, slowly embracing it. I was the one who was laughed at for being a soft kid. Well, who's laughing now?
is unfortunately that sad time where we must part ways for now. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the podcast, and I hope it both entertained and horrified you. If you want to support me, be sure to like, comment, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're watching on Spotify or anything else like that, be sure to hit a follow, write a review, and share this with a friend. I would love to grow this amazing community that we're slowly building up here. If you want to support me in more ways than you already are by watching this episode, be sure to support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash children of the night, or you can just use the link in the description. If you choose to support me there, you can get yourself some extra goodies like getting to listen to the narrations that I do early. You can also get access to polls that dictate what stuff I'll cover on the podcast next and what stories I'll narrate next. And if you are interested in checking out other things that I do, such as just general updates or sometimes seeing some funny horror memes or anything like that, be sure to follow me on my social media platforms. I have an Instagram, Twitter, and a Facebook. Links to those are all in the description. And if you're watching this on YouTube and you prefer Spotify or anything like that, I am available on there. And if you're watching this on Spotify or something like that, I am available on YouTube as well. But until we meet each other again, I want to say good night and sweet dreams to all my fellow children of the night.